Welcome to It's Just a Life Lesson. This is your host, Demetrius, and I want to first thank you for tuning in to hear this great episode. And if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe and the bell icon. That way you will be notified when another episode has dropped. I hope you gain something from the message in this episode. And I hope that you like this episode. Feel free at the end to leave a message on what you think or if anything you want to add on or even give ideas. I'm open to everything. Again, thank you. And I hope you enjoy this episode. All right, guys, welcome back to It's Just a Life Lesson. This is episode three, which is titled Love Language. Okay, so if you haven't caught the other two episodes, episode one and two, um, episode one was about self-value. I talked, I broke down what self-value was, how to maintain it, um, how to get it, how to build it, things in that nature. In episode two, I talked about love, the different types of love, how to apply love to you, to a family member, to a relationship. Um, I broke down the, the catalysts of that type of love so today we're going to talk about the five love languages so today may be a little shorter episode than usual because it's only five episodes i mean five um love languages that we're talking about but i'm definitely going to go into as much detail as i can on trying to figure out which love language is your primary love language um, examples of those love languages and how to use those love love languages in your relationship okay so let's get to the quote of the week and the quote of the week says be a rainbow in someone's clouds and that is coming straight from maya angelo and this is a very powerful quote because um, like i said in episode two we talked about love and one of those loves were speaking about how to be supportive how to be there during hard times and that's exactly what that quote means. It, it means to be something bright, something beautiful, something outstanding, something that catches someone's eye in their darkest time when it's raining down on them, when they're depressed, when just having a cloudy day or a bad day. It could be anything, but just be the person that stands out and makes that person smile and just look at all through their cloudy and down days okay so first um the five love languages um so the five love love languages i'm gonna give give them all to you at once and then break each individual one of them down okay so first is words of affirmation second is acts of service third is receiving gifts four is quality time and five is physical touch Okay, so how to use these love languages in your relationship? So if, if we want to build a healthy relationship, we have to work. We have to work at it. We have to put forth effort and we have to work at it. It takes dedication and it takes commitment. So and then we have to tell our partner what makes us feel loved and we need to show our partner 
love in the ways that they want to receive it. So that's how we can use love languages to improve the quality of our relationship. Is telling our partner which language we speak, which one, which language we understand, and also getting an understanding of the languages that they speak and the language they understand. And we speak to them in that particular language. Now, a lot of people um, get it confused. They think, you know, if um, this is a love language I want, for example, uh, words of affirmation, they think that they're supposed to speak to their partner in words of affirmation, and that's not true. So your love language is meant for your partner to speak to you in, and your partner love language is what's meant for you to speak to them in. And each and every last one is love language are a selfless acts of love because you have to mainly focus on them well, i'm not even gonna say mainly you have to completely focus on them in their language and allow them to focus and completely uh to completely focus on your love language and that's one thing i love about love itself and about relationships and about you know these love languages is it's all selfless and one thing you got to understand about these languages is it gives you an opportunity to like I say a hundred percent focus on the other person if you're a hundred percent focused on that person there's no way there's no way you can be I mean you should be focused on what you're getting right so if you were to enter into a relationship, say you're, you're in a dating phase and you're getting to know this person, but you understand what love language is that they speak or they have. You guys already been through that whole spiel, right? So from there on, it's actually your responsibility not to focus on yourself or focus on what you're getting out of the relationship or focus on if that person is, is focusing on you. Your job is actually just to 100% focus on that person. So you're it's like you remove yourself and you're just focused on that person. And then, like I said, doing that, you also give the other person opportunity to remove their, themselves and 100% focus on you. And that way, you know, both of you are happy in a relationship. Both of you are, you know, I won't say content because that's sound like a, a, um, a form of settling. But you both are happy, ecstatic in this relationship because you're being treated well. You're being you're being treated right. And a lot of people don't know the key to that type of happiness is removing yourself. Not going into a relationship or not going into a situation thinking, what am I getting out of it? Is this what I want? This is what I need. You know, are you giving it to me? Are you neglecting it? Neglecting me? Or are you taking it away from me? That is focusing on yourself. And if you're focusing on yourself, you need you leave no room for you to focus on the other person and, and vice versa as well. Okay. So that was just a, a little breakdown about um, love and ways to use the love languages and how to apply it and how important it is. Um, because language itself, as you know, the language we speak, whether it's English, Hispanic, Hispanic or you know anything like that Chinese um, 
language is very important to getting information from one person to another. Okay. Love itself holds a lot of information. Love itself is a way of communication. And that's why we have love languages. Is because we all speak different love languages. And that is the fun part. Is you get to learn someone else's language. Like say if you're learning Spanish. You know. And then you get to speak to that person in that language to the best they understand to the best of you know your understanding so let's break down let's break down the love languages okay so love language number one words of affirmation now ask her ask yourself how do you feel when you hear your partner offering encouraging positive and affirming words and also compliments. How do you how does how does that make you feel? So you know your partner congratulates you, tells you, "Hey, great job," tells you that you look attractive, or or thanks you for something. You know, thank you for taking out the trash, or thank you for the the back massage you gave me before bed last night, or um, you know, thank you for being supportive. Thank you for just being who you are. Thank you for being here. No, or even like I said, giving you positive and affirming words, like encouraging you, speaking positivity into you. Like, how does that make you feel? So if these things make you feel the most love and happy, then that means words of affirmation may be your primary love language. Now, you got to remember, if these make you most loved and happy. Like, we all know that it, it, it make us feel loved and happy, but does it make you mostly feel loved and happy? And like I said, we're going to go through the rest of them so you can kind of compare the two. I mean, compare the five, I'm sorry. So, love language number two is acts of service. So, how do you feel when your partner helps you with tasks that reduce your burden or ease your stress? So, um, for example, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, how do you feel with your husband or your man coming home or, or a wife or girlfriend come home and, you know, they take the trash out, they do the dishes or they help you with the kids. You know, uh, they don't, just don't come home and sit down and and eat dinner and then go to bed. They come home and they, they continue to help you throughout your day or instead of you going shopping, you know. Uh, your your significant other say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, on the way home from work, I'm gonna stop and go shopping. Or before I go to work, I'm gonna um, go shopping, uh, grocery shopping, you know. And 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 those are acts of service. Uh, acts of service also can be fixing dinner. You know, you have wives that fix their husband dinner, husband that fix the wives dinner. You know, vice versa. And that is a form of active act of service. Um, you know, sometimes just going out of your way to do something for someone that is normally like their responsibility to do and and that create that is like eases stress off of them and, or it reduces their burden um and it could be a daily basis it could be a weekly basis but that is acts of service it it kind of self-explanatory in the words acts acts of service you know so and i you know i just broke down examples um but like, you know, your partner do chores for you, um, runs errands for you, takes care of something without having to be asked. And that's the key part of that is without having to be asked. And 
a lot of us know the difference between having to ask our partner to do something and our partner just doing it. it it's, it's definitely two different feelings. But if if this type of love language makes you feel most loved and happier, then acts of service is really your love language. It's your primary love language. So the third love language is receiving gifts, which is self-explanatory, but receiving gifts can come in many different ways, not just going out and buying somebody something, bringing it back. It's different types of gifts. But, you know, how do you feel when your partner gets you thoughtful or extravagant gifts? Thoughtful or extravagant gifts. So, and that's whether it's big or small. That's why I said thoughtful or extravagant. So, you know, examples you get, you get a gift or a small treat from your partner that tells you he or she was thinking about you. That can be, a, uh, for example, that can be a a card, just like on a way home. Hey, I got a card. Here you go. I was sweetheart. I was thinking about you. Um, that could be, it could be a diamond ring. You know, I mean, I don't know who can just get, get their partner a diamond ring just because, but that'd be lovely, you know um picking up food oh you know we know people love to eat picking up food on the way home um just any type of gift like it's it's thoughtful or extravagant and thoughtful is you know putting thought into it okay uh you know and not thought about yourself but thought about the other person so therefore the gift speaks for itself and give it to this person they know okay this person is thinking about me um, you know, my significant other loves me. My significant other must have been thinking about me. Um, that is receiving gifts, the love language, number three, receiving gifts. And also, I also want to touch on that too, again. Um, but it is, what I want to say is one of the best ways of, giving that love language receiving gifts is a just because gift so it's not waiting till valentine's day which is coming up here shortly it's not waiting to christmas or it's not waiting to any of these holidays or birthdays it's just because it's is different and it speaks volume when you bring her flowers just because or you bring her like i said a card thinking about you card just because or you grab her a necklace just because it doesn't have to have any meaning except the fact that you were thinking about that person so if that love language makes you feel most loved and happy then that means receiving gift is your primary love language so love language number four this is a very important one and I can almost guarantee you that if this is not your primary love language, it may just be your secondary love language. And it's love language number four, which is quality time. So how do you feel when your partner gives you their undivided attention and you engage in meaningful conversation and activities? How does that make you feel? And key word in that is undivided attention 
that means no interruptions, distractions, anything like that. That person or you make an effort, make an effort to make sure there is no distractions or anything that could take your attention away. If there's kids around, make sure they're in bed or get a babysitter if you have kids. Um, if, if you're a very busy person that works, you know, make sure you take that time off work. If you get a lot of phone calls, put your, your phone on do not disturb. You have to let that person know that that time is all about them and, and vice versa. Because this also could be your love language too. That person have to let you know that this amount of time that's set out for you is just about you and just for you. Nothing and nobody else is more important in that time. And that's what quality time is. And now, now that's whether if you, like I said, don't mean you got to stay at home. You guys can go to the movies. You guys can go out to dinner. Um, you guys can, uh, you can go, you can go to the gun range if you want to. Like it's, it's really about what takes that time frame out the day for you, just for you specifically for you with no distractions or anything date night going on going out on a trip getting a cabin somewhere you know and having a deep conversation uh, a meaningful deep conversation without being distracted just think about how wonderful that is just to have a conversation where your words just in depth go Far. It goes deep. You guys get to touching on fears. You guys get to touching on prosperity in your relationship, um, goals, values, wants, um, you know, just things like that. Just to have that conversation and to have an understanding of that conversation and just to get deep in it with no interruptions. No interruptions. It can be cuddling, watching a movie. I mean, I can go on and on and on how quality time. Is just so amazing. And like I said, if it ain't your primary love language, it most definitely is going to be your secondary love language. Quality time is very, very important. But if, if that type of love language makes you happier and or makes you feel more most loved, then that is your primary love language. And I mean it think about it and you know, it don't a lot of people get confused with quality over quantity. Okay. First off, it's quality time. That means the quality of the time that's spent, it is good. It is a good quality, you know. Um, but it's not quantity. It doesn't mean you guys have to do this every single day. It doesn't mean you have to you know, do this two times a day. It could be once a week. Uh, like I said, date night. So it can it can be once a week, uh, every Friday, every Saturday, anything like that. Um, but it's just quality, not quantity, quality. And you have to make sure that you make sure it is, it's quality, it's good quality for sure. So, okay, let's go on to love language number five. Now, this love language can branch out into a lot of different things but this love language number five is physical touch 
So how do you feel when your partner shows you affection through touch? So affection is, you know, holding hands, kissing, um, hugging, sitting close to each other or laying close to each other, cuddling, um, things in, in that nature. Like, how does that make you feel? You know, and physical touch, it, it, physical touch can, I mean, it is affectionate, but it can most definitely be intimate. Okay. So if you guys doesn't, if you guys don't know what affection means, then let me break it down for you. Let me break it down, break it down what affection means because a lot of people get it confused. Okay, so affection is a gentle feeling of fondness or liking. Okay, that is what affection is. And that's what I, you know, broke it down and says it's kissing, it's hugging, um, cuddling, laying close to, you know, to each other. Um, that's, that's affection. That is affection. And no, affection doesn't mean sex. It doesn't mean that. Um, it can lead up to that most definitely, but it doesn't mean that. Um, also physical touch can also be a form of intimacy. Okay. So intimacy, (laughs) um, intimacy is more, how can I put it? It is more, um, what's that word I'm looking for? It's a little bit more severe than affection. So intimacy can go a lot of different ways. So intimacy, right, is actually the closeness between people that's in a personal relationship. So it's it's built it's what builds over time as you connect with someone, right? You grow to care about each other and feel more and more comfortable during your time together. It can include physical or emotional closeness um, or even a mix of the two. So, again, affectionate is, you know, more like kissing, hugging, things like that. Intimacy is a lot more deeper. But physical touch, right, can have both the intimacy side and the affection side. So if this type of love language if this type of love language makes you feel happier or more loved, then this is your primary love language. So, yeah, so, again, we're here. That that was the fifth one. So, hopefully I broke it down to you guys um, really good. Um, so, you can, you know, discern which one is your primary love language. Um... But one thing, you know, according to uh, according to uh, the author, um, Gary Chapman, um, there are actually it's five love languages. Right. So there was a five when I broke down um, 
but our love language it describes how we receive love from others okay and again those five love languages are words of affirmation acts of service oh words of affirmation which is saying supportive things to your partner acts of service which is doing helpful things for your partner uh, receiving gifts which is giving your partner gifts that tell them you are thinking about them quality time which is spending meaningful time with your partner and then physical touch which is being close to and caressed by your partner so you know each of us differs in the way that we receive these uh, receive love but by learning to give love in the ways that our partner can best receive it and by asking our partner to give us love in the ways that we can receive it, we can create a stronger relationship. So I hope that you guys learned something out of this and that um, well, episode three today, five love languages, um, helps build a stronger relationship um, between you and your partner. Um and also, it was a, um, if it's, um, it was a book I read once before, um, I believe it's called Fireproof, and it's, it's a movie, it's a movie, and I'm not being sponsored by, you know, these authors, this movie, anything, but it's just a personal, um, preference, it's something I've read, it's something I watch. It's a movie called Fireproof, and it's a book called Fireproof, and it breaks down these love languages um, even more in depth. And um, the book actually gives a challenge. It's just a 40-day challenge, which they show in the movie. Uh, let me see here. It's a 40-day challenge. And each and every day, and you're not supposed to like tell your partner about that you're doing this challenge, but it's um you do these challenge um every day for forty days, and you have to do each and every one of them. Um, you have to do like each and every one of them without letting your partner know you're doing it, and just do it like out of kindness of your heart. And you have to do it even if your partner like um like doesn't want you to do it or you know or don't know why you're doing it. like if they're being mean i'm saying in any situation you're supposed to do these dares you know if you make your partner a cup wake up in the morning make them a cup of coffee and hey, they're being mean i don't want to come back you still just do it you know um but uh, let's see i'm looking up now it's i think it's called fireproof if i'm not mistaken um Yes, okay. It's called Fireproof. Um, Revolutionize Your Marriage. It is a great book. I I suggest everyone um, go check it out. Read it. Um, if, if you're not a book person, it's called the 40-Day Love Challenge. That's what it's called. So, actually, I'll pull it up here real quick, and I can break down these 40-Day Love, so you kind of get a uh, um, an image of the things you have to do in these challenges and uh, yeah it's man I love this book I love the book I love the movie I have the movie right now in my case um, but I love the movie I love the book and if you ever really thinking about your and your relationship doesn't even have to be going through you know, 
any trials or you know tribulations or anything like that um if you really just want to if you really just want to strengthen your relationship this is definitely something to get into like i said i would definitely read the book um or watch the movie but like i said the book has the actual 40-day challenge in it so day one is resolve to say nothing negative about your spouse oh and i also want to add on too that these challenges right you have to it's not like you do the first day and then you never do it again so each day you have to add on what you've been doing so day one is resolve to say nothing negative about your spouse today right and it also gives you bible verses too so you know if you have a bible verse uh i mean if you could read the bible verse um, and break every, it, it's just nice just read it i promise you you will enjoy it and your marriage or your relationship will enjoy it but day one resolve to say nothing negative about your spouse today okay day two is do at least one unexpected gesture to your spouse as an act of kindness day three buy your spouse something that says i was thinking about you today which is one of the love languages we just spoke about day four contact your uh, contact your spouse sometime during the day and ask how he or she is doing and if there is anything you could do for them day five is ask your spouse to tell you three things that cause him or her to be uncomfortable or irritated with you you must do so without attacking them uh day six choose to react to tough circumstances in your marriage in a loving ways instead of with irritation so you have to react to things that normally would irritate you you have to do it in a loving way like man we're day six and it's already getting tough uh day seven on a sheet of paper write out positive things about your spouse at some point during the day pick a positive attribute from that list and thank your spouse for having those the having the characteristics day eight is share with your spouse how glad you are about a success he or she recently enjoyed day nine think of a way to greet your spouse today to reflect your love for them and then do it with a smile and enthusiasm day 10 is do something out of the ordinary today for your spouse day 11 is what what need does your spouse have that you could meet today example choose a gesture that says i love you and do it with a smile day 12 is to demonstrate love by willingly choosing to give in to an area of disagreement between you and your spouse day 13 is talk with your spouse about establishing healthy rules of engagement and resolve to abide by them when the next disagreement occurs and then purpose day, day 14 is purposely neglect purposefully neglect and acti- an acti- uh, ooh, i can't even talk purposely neglect an activity you would normally do so you can spend quality time with your spouse 
day 15 is to choose a way to show honor and respect to your spouse that is above your normal routine day 16 pray for the pray for three specific areas where you desire for god to work in your spouse life and in your marriage day 17 determine to guard your mates secrets and pray for them day 18 prepare a special dinner at home and focus this time on getting to know your spouse better day 19 ask god to show you where you stand with him and ask and ask for the strength and grace to settle your eternal destiny uh destination of the marriage that is uh day 20 and we halfway there dare to take god at his what dare to take god at his word and just and trust jesus christ for salvation so and again if, if you're not a bible person and you're not like a religious person or anything um i mean you still can most of these you can still do um I know religion is not for everybody. Some people don't believe in God, but for those that you, for those of you that do, this is wonderful. But for those of you that don't, this is still wonderful. Um, it's other things that you know I named that you can definitely do without having to um, pray or you know anything like that. So it's it's still activities in in this book that. Um, you can you can do so um i just read halfway through the challenges and um it's 40 of them now the if i'm not mistaken yeah so the 40 the 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 good thing about this is the 41 is write out a renewal of your vows and place them in your home that is the one I like, and it's I I personally know of some people who actually have their vows like laminated and framed in a picture, and that is wonderful. That helps you get through tough times. And you know, one thing you got to understand about love these love languages, love dares, and all this type of stuff. You have to know that it takes a lot of will courage and power for you to do this to save a relationship or a marriage and you know everything seems impossible until it just isn't so you have to continue you know to strive for the things you want but at the same time your partner has needs and wants just like you you do and it is your responsibility to love them in the way that they understand love. So um, if you just started dating someone, I would just suggest get to know their love language, get to know them and get to know how they, how they understand love. That way you can love them properly. Because a lot of these relationships, a lot of these relationships don't make it. And some of the main reasons is because you never understood how you love that person. Like you love them in the way that you want to be loved, and that's not the way that they understand love. And that can drive a wedge between you two. And those usually be the arguments that you hear where 
you know, one person's like, I, I, I'm giving you everything. I'm doing all that I can. And it just seemed like it's not enough for you. And the other person is like, well, you're not doing anything for me. And, and you're not loving me. Or you, you don't show me you care. Or I feel like I don't care. Those are, uh, or they say, I feel like I don't matter. Those are the relationships where usually they're not speaking each other love language. So that is very important in dating. If you're already in a relationship and you know your partner's love language, make it a habit of speaking their love language and not worrying about you or yourself. You have to be selfless. And then, like I said, if you're just starting out dating or you're single, you know, when you get to meet a person, figure out what their love language is and how they understand it. And also that goes with like relationships too. Um, that goes with building or starting a relationship or like if you're in a relationship and, and things are going rough, if you're in a marriage and things are going rough, try to get an understanding of what that person, of their understanding of what a relationship and a marriage is. We all have different views of everything. So get to understand like what is a relationship to that person? What is a marriage to that person? What are the roles in that relationship of those marriage? What are the goals? You have to understand these things. That's the only way you can truthfully love someone if you understand how they understand things and speak their language so thank you guys again and hopefully you get you know something out of this and um oh also yes so um i had a listener um uh, actually my uncle to be exact (laughs) i commented um, he, he gave a correction. Um, so in episode two, I spoke about, um, what was it? Um, about love and a different type of love. And, um, I spoke about mania love and I say, you know, mania love is, is an evil type of love. And, you know, he, he did correct me. He, he didn't agree that there was an evil type of love and it was my mistake because there is no love that's evil that that's very contradicting love and evil can't be the same thing um however what i meant to say was compared to the other types of love this would be the evil type of love um because it's a selfish type of love and it can be very toxic um that's mania love but so correction, uh, I do thank you, Unc. I appreciate it um, for the correction. But yes, mania love is not an evil type of love. I just meant to say that compared to all the other types of love, it was the more, the bad one, I guess. <laughs> if I use the right choice of words. Um, so definitely, like I said, if, you, if, you, if I made a mistake or if you guys see something that um, needs to be corrected or even if you want to tell me i'm right if you anything leave a comment um on spotify you're able to subscribe hit the bell you're able to um leave a comment as well on anchor they're having trouble right now uh, people are having trouble finding my account so feel free to go on spotify download the app um subscribe if you hit the bell icon, every time I drop an episode, you will be notified every single time. Um, so hit that bell icon. Uh, and and again, I love comments. I love feedback, constructive criticism. Um, so go ahead and leave a comment. And I will make sure that I read every single comment I get and respond to every comment I get. 
Okay, so I thank you guys, and I love you guys, and enjoy your day. Thank you for sticking it out with me all the way to the end. I really appreciate the support and the love. I thank the people who subscribe. And if you haven't subscribed, most definitely subscribe and then hit the bell icon. So that way you can get notified every time I drop an episode. Uh, but thank you for listening to this episode. And again, if you like what you hear and if you want to give additional support, my cash app is in the bio description. Um, King D0815. That's K I N G capital D0815. And again, Anchor lets you give what is called a listening support. Um, so go ahead and check that out. And um, anything that's given, anything that's not, I really appreciate it. But what I really, really want to do is thank you guys for staying with me to the end of this episode and for listening. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Thank you and have a blessed rest of your day or night, depending on where you're listening from. Again, this is your host, Demetrius, signing out and have a great day. Thank you.